0: A government shutdown looms in early January, two wars abroad, and a migrant crisis at the southern border. So what did the 118th Congress do? Well, naturally, they left town for the holidays and won't return till the second week in January. But when they get back, things are bound to get much more difficult. And this divided Congress does not have the best track record of solving major problems.
1: It's, it's pretty shocking in part because it represents the whiplash from one of the most productive Congresses in the last century to what is unquestionably the least productive Congress that I've ever experienced. And it's, it's reflective of what happens when people land in leadership who fundamentally don't know how to negotiate and don't know how to, um, how to govern.
0: This indeed has been a historically unproductive Congress, with unprecedented events like the paralyzed House after a speaker was ejected by his colleagues for the first time in history. But the neighbors also, numbers also don't paint a favorable picture. This year, fewer than 30 pieces of legislation have been enacted, the 118th Congress is far off the pace of the last two Congresses, which passed more than 300 laws over two years. The last time we saw this current party divide with the Democratic Senate, Republican House, under a Democratic White House, that was the 113th Congress a decade ago under President Obama. Of course, that too was more productive than this one. Uh, John, you're in the halls every day with me talking to lots of members. This Things are going to get a lot harder, just to, for viewers to know, with the things that are, are on the docket here. Uh, funding deadlines that are coming up on January 19th and February 2nd. You have also issues such as with the FAA programs, the surveillance laws, but the big ticket items, emergency aid for Israel and Ukraine, that hanging on the whether they get a deal on immigration and border policy. Things are just gonna get, the question I guess I have is whether they're gonna actually plunge the country into yet another crisis come January. Oh, I think so. I mean, I've been covering the hill <laughs> for
2: 30 years. I've never seen it this bad. I mean, I can't remember anything where they're just they just, any they get any forward momentum, especially in the House, the, the, the hardline conservatives, they just try to pull their leadership in. They got rid of McCarthy after barely giving him the job. They're already agitating against Mike Johnson, who they thought was going to be their dream speaker. I mean, I, I just I don't see them going anywhere. Now, they hadn't cut a deal. We're three months into fiscal year 2024. The government's always trying to fund ahead. They still haven't agreed on how much they're going to spend in a yeah,
0: year. That's the biggest question. Yeah, exactly.
2: And then, in, and you talked about the deadline January 19th, there's a partial government shutdown. February 2nd is, a, is another. I mean, got to decide on Ukraine, they've got the surveillance law, they've got FAA reauthorization. The only thing they've
0: done is just kicked everything into next year. It's the worst-run worst, worst run Congress of yeah. ever. Yeah, and seen. they may do it again, and they may yeah. punch it into cra- – yeah. even just extending government funding will be a very yeah. complicated task <laughs> yeah. in January. But you, know, you talk to Republicans and Democrats, you just ask them, has this been a productive Congress? The answer universally is the same. Has this been a productive Congress? No.
2: It's, it, I've been here five years, and the biggest surprise, everybody says, what's your biggest surprise up here? That I was not surprised. The institution is not functioning the way it should be. All of these issues shouldn't be kicked down the road. It's a shame when you get into the political cycle, everything kinds of, it's all, they blame it on politics. Well, politics is in everybody's life. Make it work. Get people that want to make it work. Put term limits on it so we don't end up
0: staying here for life. Mm-hmm. That's. What, I think all this should happen. But the, the split Congress has not been productive. This has not been. I mean, he says put term limits on, but perhaps the problem is that there are all these other new members who don't really, they don't have the experience. Yeah, yeah the issue, I don't think, is the infrastructure. Uh, the issue is that the incentive structure is broken. And when just a handful of people can decide that they want to throw stands in, sand in the gear, they can get away with it, there's there's no consequence for that behavior. Mm-hmm. And you um, also have, I just was struck by, the number of members of Congress who are saying we're pro- we're not productive, we're doing a terrible job, oh, by the way, reelect me. Right. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes,
2: so yes.
0: that's a difficult message to put on the trail, but it's, it is where we are. And that's why yeah. I think you have so many voters who truly are absolutely tuned out of this election. And why we may see... A different conversation going on at the presidential level mm-hmm. than we're seeing at the down ballot level, where it's Republicans who are going to have to answer for much of this dysfunction. And before you jump in, Jeff, I wanted to just show viewers the just how, what about experience in Congress. Uh, this is the House average tenure in the 118th Congress. 31% have less than two years of experience that actually number has grown in the past couple of Congress 23 just 23 percent have more than 12 years of Congress and also of note 85 House Republicans served in Washington before Trump was inaugurated in 2017 that could tell the story as well
1: it definitely tells the story and that number is going to uh, just intensify because all the retirements and one thing I'm struck by um, not being in the halls of Congress as much uh, this is Cycle, But over the years certainly watching it from afar the retirements are extraordinary as you guys know So this is only going to change, but I think we all would have been stunned if uh, in the days after October 7th We would have said that we were going to end the year without any funding for Israel It just would have been astounding. I mean that was of the whole speakers fight the speaker has to get elected so that and it just hasn't happened now there are many issues why Obviously, the White House is trying to tie a border security to it uh, to get things through. But uh, I think January, January 19th, which comes between the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary, the government, you know, is likely to shut down or may well shut down. So I guess they've saved Christmas. But boy, next month is a mess.
2: I mean, two things. One is there's an ongoing fight inside the Republican Party. There's been a war inside the Republican Party since the Tea Party movement. I mean, they're electing, people are getting elected to Congress who don't believe in government and they don't care. They think government is the problem. I mean, we saw it with Reagan, but now they really think government is the enemy. And I think the other thing here is that, what struck me though, is Biden hasn't taken advantage of this to the degree he should be. He should be just killing these guys every day. I mean,
0: and... The do-nothing he, Congress. Or yeah, other every day he should doing. be out exactly. there
2: pounding him. They, right. They're going to impeach me when they can't even fund the government. Right. You know, and he's not doing it. I just... I. Sometimes I
0: just it, I just can't believe that they're letting this opportunity get away. They've had months where they could have just killed these guys. It's such a good point because I remember when Obama yeah. was yeah. getting criticized by Democrats for not going after yeah. House Republicans because he would ask he criticized de- Congress as a whole and Democratic leaders like Harry Reid the late Harry Reid would say attack Republicans he in Congress. You be in these, that districts. That should be in their
2: states every day or somebody should be and they're not taking advantage of it. I think it's a huge squandered opportunity yeah.
0: for the White House. And we'll see. Look. Impeachment is on the table for House Republicans in 2024. We'll see if they go that route and see if President Biden takes advantage of it politically.